This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the podcast. I'm going to apologize this morning at five o'clock. Our podcast went over six and a half, almost seven minutes, and we were talking about the guy who is a medical doctor in Oklahoma, who's a bold-faced liar. One of the things I want you to understand is that remember that they went out and they exterminated nearly all of the minks in one of our friends' Over there in Europe, yes, in Scandinaviaville, they got rid of the minks because somebody tested a mink and it came back positive for COVID. We'll talk about this next. According to the CDC, a very small number of cats and dogs have been infected with COVID-19 worldwide, and the risk of spreading the virus from animals to people is very low. However, people can spread the virus to animals. But are COVID vaccines needed now for household pets? The U.S. Department of Agriculture and the CDC and other uh, global regulatory bodies have determined that there's not a need for a, a vaccine, um, a COVID vaccine for cats and dogs. Zoet is the animal pharmaceutical company that donated COVID-19 vaccines for use in zoo animals, says they started working on a vaccine for cats and dogs as soon as the virus was detected in a dog in Hong Kong in February of 2020. And when and if the time comes, they are prepared to vaccinate cats and dogs. Until that time, the CDC recommends the following to protect pets from COVID. Pet owners and every eligible person in the household should get vaccinated. People with COVID-19 should not have contact with pets. Pet owners should not allow pets to have contact with unvaccinated people outside the household if possible. <laughs> this is God. You can't make this stuff up. So listen, you got a dog or a cat and you get COVID, you shouldn't feed it, don't water it, don't take it outside. The, the, the insanity. And the other thing is they're animals. They, they breathe, they eat, they poo. And then they talk about, oh, no, it's not going to spread. Do you ever hear the bird flu? How about the swine flu? The bottom line is sometimes you got to sit back and go, man, is this for real? Many parents struggle to get their kids to turn off the video games. But in China, young gamers no longer have a choice. It's a move online gaming fans would never make, pulling the plug on their playtime. But China's government is doing just that, limiting gamers under the age of 18 to just three hours of play every week and only on the weekends. This 17-year-old says it's annoying, but I'm in my last year of high school and really should be studying more anyway. The limits are part of Beijing's push to strengthen controls over society and stop what the government calls a growing game addiction that's harming children's health. Chinese media has referred to video games as electronic drugs, and some parents, like Li Hanchao, agree. She says the time limit is quite good because so many kids are addicted. China is counting on the country's multi-billion dollar gaming industry to enforce the rules. Gamers are required to use their government ID cards when registering to play, so they can't lie about their age. But this player says people will just buy accounts from adults. 
thousands of kids went back to school this week, and the government is urging teachers and parents to keep a closer eye on their computers and cell phones. Students will be allowed extra play on school holidays, but after 60 minutes, it's game over. So the government in China wants more control to keep children from being on these games nonstop three hours a day. And here's the other thing. They want them to be, have to show ID. Does you see any similarities between what's going on there and what's going on here? Of course there is. Now, granted, I, I got to tell you, I don't think the government should shut down kids' watch. Here, it's your parents. Parents have that responsibility. But like I always say, a lot of people just, they're crappy parents. It is what it is what it is. We need to teach better parenting skills, not all this hogwash about making baskets and feeling better and me too. Ooh, yeah. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Yeah.